Hi guys, welcome back to the pod. I know it's been a minute. Um, I'm sorry about that. I have been crazy busy and also my time management has been crazy bad. Um, I guess I don't really have any life updates. I've honestly, I've been very stressed lately. I'm very stressed. I've not been doing well on like time management and getting stuff done and today is the last day of spring break and it's coming back to bite me um so i decided what what a perfect time to record a podcast um also i just ate a bunch of candy and that always makes me feel like i'm going to die so i'm like just waiting for that feeling to go away so i can focus on my homework so i decided to record um so today as you may have seen from the title we're going to be talking about spirituality and religion, particularly in this episode, my spirituality and my religion. Um, so yeah, I guess I'm just going to get into that. So my religion is Unitarian Universalism. Um, and I, I immediately off the bat, people are going to be like, what is that? Um, and that's what normally happens. I get that. Or is that like a cult? that some like hippie religion um which feels kind of rude but it's okay it's okay if you thought that at first it's okay i forgive you um so what is unitarian universalism unitarian is one god so we don't believe in a trinity um really like like how christian churches believe in like the holy trinity the son the father and the holy ghost we do not believe that we believe that there is just one higher power. Um, we do not believe in Jesus, um, like as the Son of God. We believe in like he was a guy who is cool. Um, Jesus's teachings actually align very well with kind of Unitarian Universalist values, but we do not believe that he was the Son of God. Um, universalism means that everyone goes to heaven. So we don't believe in heaven or no, we do believe in heaven. We don't believe in hell. We believe that everyone goes to heaven no matter what. Um, so that being said, we also do not believe in any kind of original sin. Uh, we think that everyone is born with inherent worth and dignity, um, yeah, that's like a, that's just, I mean, we're going to get a little more into it than that, but that's basically what the two words means. Um, if you go to our website, you'll find these things called the seven principles. And the seven principles are the worth and the inherent worth and dignity of every person, justice, equity, and compassion in like human relations, um, acceptance of one another and encouragement of spiritual growth, a free and responsible search for truth and meaning, which is one of the most like fundamental kind of, in my opinions, parts of my religion, um, a right of conscience and use of a democratic process within our congregation. So it's very like kind of you're in very involved in the community at church. Um, a, the goal of world community with peace, liberty, and justice and my personal favorite is respect for the interdependent web of all existence of which we are a part. Um, yeah, I've been a Unitarian Universalist since I was born. I was 
baptized isn't the right word because I'm not a Baptist, but we do a little thing where you touch a rose to the baby's head. We did that. I think it's like eyes that see truth, a heart that knows love, and hands that do something with service for all the days of your life. There might be more to it than that, but that's what I remember. Um, I mean, yeah, I've grown up in the church. My parents have taught classes in the church forever. And I love my religion. I am a very deeply religious and spiritual person, um, which people are always surprised by. Like if I say, um, like I write worship for my church, I'm president of our youth group. And when I say that, people are very taken aback because I think in Texas, the automatic response to very religious is very conservative um, because that is what a lot of kind of deeply Christian values, I feel like we associate that with. And I'll be talking about that on an upcoming episode with um, a special guest who will come talk to us about Christianity. Um, so stay tuned for that. But I, and my church is just my favorite little community, like in the whole entire world. I just feel so beyond happy there. Um, it's very important to me. So kind of, I guess, a little brief overview of the history of Unitarian Universalism. Um, Universalism is like the smaller of the two like before they were two separate religions. Um, and Unitarianism began in, well, began, began in Europe. Um, but our church kind of focuses on the Unitarianism that grew out of Boston. And that has a lot of roots in like transcendentalism. So if you think of like Ralph Waldo Emerson, um, who's, I love, love Ralph Waldo Emerson, um, and, uh, Henry David Thoreau, um, those are kind of like, two people I really think of strongly in our religion. Um, But, you know, they have a lot of ties to the Harvard Divinity School. Um, Look up Ralph Waldo Emerson's Divinity School address. It's like one of my, I think it's like the coolest thing ever. It's kind of about like moving away from traditional Christianity. Um, I I love it. Um, And something that my church is also very involved in and my religion has always been very involved in is um, social justice. So for example, uh, Susan B. Anthony and Florence Nightingale were both Unitarians. Um, So was Dorothea Dix. The founder of the ACLU was also Unitarian. Um, There's a really interesting NPR podcast called White Lies that's about a Unitarian minister that was killed um, during kind of the civil rights movement um, because of his support of um, Black Americans. Um, There's also, oh my gosh, what's the guy's name? Hold on, guys. I'm going to have to Wikipedia this. While I look this up, I guess just some other famous people who are like UU adjacent. Um, I said Ralph Waldo Emerson, um, Louisa May Alcott was also a Unitarian. John Adams. um, I said Susan B. Anthony, Clara Barton. Do y'all remember her? she was like, she was all over the place. Um, she was the lady that founded the Red Cross, I believe. Um, St. Vincent, if you know the artist St. Vincent, she's, she went to my church and she's like come back and performed before, which I just think is like the craziest thing in the entire world. Um, but yeah, she's a UU. Greta Gerwig, she directed Lady Bird and Little Women. She's a UU. Um, I want to say the guy whose name, sorry, I got off topic. 
I'm going to say Theodore Parker, I think. Or is that the name I'm looking for? Yeah, Theodore Parker um, was a pretty well-known Unitarian. Um, he was an abolitionist and he's like known because he carried like a gun at the pulpit to protect freed slaves that attended his church. Um, and some of the things that, um, like that he's really well known for is there's a quote of him that is, I do not pretend to understand the moral universe. The arc is a long one and my eye reaches but little ways. I cannot calculate the curve or and complete the figure by the experience of sight. I can divine it by conscious. And from what I see, I am sure it bends towards justice. And so Martin Luther King Jr. actually paraphrased it. And it was the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards justice, which is very, very often quoted as Martin Luther King Jr., but it was a Theodore Parker quote. Um, but yeah, those are some people. Frank Lloyd Wright, the architect. Sylvia Plath, she's a homegirl. She was a Unitarian. Um, did I already say Charles Dickens? I think that's kind of fun. He seems like a fun guy. Um, so yeah, those are kind of some people. But now I guess moving on kind of to my own personal experience with the church. If you want to learn more about Unitarian Universalism, um, first of all, come down to my church sometime. I go to the First Unitarian Universalist Church of Dallas. I promise if you have had a bad experience with organized religion, that is not my church. Um, you are free to believe what you want to believe. A lot. Of, this is going to sound like an ad. I promise I'm not being like missionary here. I'm just saying um, a lot of people who have previously cast aside religion come to our church and are able to kind of find a, a sense of community. And I think that our church really beautifully encapsulates the love that many churches claim to give without any of the judgment. Um, but we have a YouTube channel um, and, um, Aaron White, who used to be a minister at our church, has a sermon called The Basics of Unitarian Universalism. Um, and I recommend watching that. It's a pretty good one. Um, so yeah, I guess just going into my experience with the church. Um, so as I said earlier, I grew up in my congregation, um, and I love it. I mean, I've met so many of the people who I'm closest with, my very best friend in the entire world, Avery Sifferman. Um, we met her family through church. Um, my current boyfriend met through church. Um, I have countless, countless friends who are just incredibly important to me. And I just meet the coolest people at my church. They're all so awesome. Um, so I guess some of the things that like stick out to me with my church and my religion, because these aren't just things that are unique to my congregation. They're things that all uh, Unitarian Universalist churches do. Um, one of them would have to be OWL, which is Our Whole Lives. Um, it's like the church sex ed program, except it's not like a church sex ed program. Um, it's like not just like abstinence or you'll die and God will kill you. Um, cause one, we don't believe in a, in a vengeful God, but two, it, we do it first grade, sixth grade and eighth grade and first grade and sixth grade are like more chill. And they're also like 
kind of more sporadic or like for just a semester. Um, and that kind of teaches about like basic things like anatomy and like family dynamics and sixth grade, you start learning about like healthy relationships and how to not be pressured into things and like, you know, like safe sex and all that. And then eighth grade year long course, you learn everything. And I mean, everything notable mentions. We had an STD jeopardy. Um, I don't know if I can say some of the other things on the podcast, but it was a good, good time. Loved Owl. Um, and then in ninth grade, we do COA, which is coming of age slash odyssey. Um, and that's, I guess, the closest thing to like maybe confirmation. I'm sorry that I keep using like Christian analogies. Um, truthfully, Christianity is the religion that I am the most familiar with outside of my own. I still have a very limited understanding of it, and I probably have close to the same understanding of it as I do other religions, but I guess I'm the most familiar with like those kind of traditions. Um, but essentially, you pick a quote by, and there's some that are like Bible verses. Personally, I picked Theodore Parker's quote that I read earlier. Um, yeah, there's some Bible verses. There's some quotes. And we don't, this is, I guess, another side note. We don't use the Bible. We don't believe that the things in the Bible actually happened. We just kind of sometimes use the Bible and other other religious texts as like kind of storytelling and lessons to kind of jump off of. Um, I think the one Bible verse that was included in like the quotes you could pick from was like, love is patient, love is kind. It does not... I, I don't know the rest of it, um, but I, I like I like that Bible verse a lot. Um, I've never read the Bible, admittedly. Um, but it's basically about kind of finding your own spiritual journey and defining what the church means to you and what spirituality and religion means to you as a whole, which is super cool. And I mean, I doubt any of the people who were like my COA advisors are listening to this now, but they're like the coolest person ever. First of all, one of them was my boyfriend's mom. She's like the coolest woman ever. Like I, oh my gosh, I think she's amazing. Um, something about moms. Cause like both her and my mom are two of like just the hardest working people in the entire world. And every single woman who I've had the pleasure of knowing within my congregation is just incredible. I, Ah, I love them so much. There's so many cool women. Um, happy Women's History Month also. I guess we'll do that while I talk about cool women. Um, and there's a Diana Bacon, also a cool, cool woman. She was one of my COA advisors also. Um, and I mean, there's a bunch of other COA advisors who I'm not going to name drop, but they're like just incredible, incredible, intelligent people. And they were so kind and like, you work through your spiritual journey and you end up writing kind of a little speech or an essay that you present to your friends and your family at the end of ninth grade. And I don't know, for me, it was some a, um, a time in my life where I learned a lot about myself and I felt a lot deeper, deeply, more deeply connected to my church. Um, and we also do a heritage trip that year where we go to Boston because Boston is where uh, King's Chapel is, which is the first Unitarian church in America, I believe. Don't quote me on that. I think that's what it is. We also got to go to Pride um, because Unitarian Universalism is really, really deeply tied to social justice. Um, so 
Um, anyone who comes to my church from outside of my church will notice we have a lot higher percentage of like LGBTQ plus attendees than probably most congregations um, because one, my church doesn't believe in sin. Not that being gay is a sin regardless. Um, I don't know why I said that like it's awkward. Yeah, being gay is not a sin. Um, and so a lot of people who have previously felt scorned by religion and shamed for who they are will come to my church and it's a safe place. And I mean, even in um, OWL, like I was talking about earlier, we don't just learn about like straight relationships. Um, you learn about gay relationships, um, relationships between trans people. Um, like there's all kinds of stuff. We do a lot of really cool initiatives with that. Um, I mean, yeah, the, like the social justice stuff is incredible. My minister, Daniel Cantor, is on the board for Planned Parenthood. Um, he's just incredible. Um, I'm trying to think. We got to go to the Pride, Boston Pride, um, whenever I went on the coming of age trip. And it was, I personally am not a member of the LGBTQ plus community, um, which I'm not clarifying because I'm like, I mean, I'm not gay. Like, I'm just saying it because I don't want anyone to mistake my description of these experiences as someone who could truly experience it for all that it is. But as as an ally, being there was, oh, it was just one of the most, like, joyful events I've ever been to. And we got to go to a pride service at, um, oh my gosh, I can't remember the name of the congregation, but it was really awesome. It was in Boston, Arlington Street Church. Yes, that's what it was. And we got to go to a, like the pride service there. And it just like, oh my gosh, it was, it's just genuinely one of the best memories I have. I just, I love my religion so much. And it's, it's all about acceptance and happiness and social justice. Um, there's, there was a post by a Unitarian church in the middle of the Black Lives Matter movement. And it's in one of my Instagram highlights, but I don't expect y'all to go through that because they're long, so long. Um, but it was kind of talking about like, um, basically a Unitarian church had been like uh, kind of lit on fire during one of the riots. And it was kind of talking about how it's nowhere near as important. Our congregation is not as important as like the movement. And that was one of the times where I just felt like an immense amount of pride in my church. And I hope it doesn't sound like white savory or like performative activism-y, like me saying all this stuff. Um, it's just something that's really important to me in my church, especially um, with the anti-trans laws that have been uh, like coming out in Texas recently and like Senate Bill 8 with abortion, seeing my church and my religion take a stance against that has been comforting, I guess might be the word. Um, but yeah, my church is very big on social justice. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of other stuff. Um, I guess I'm in Why Are You You Now, which is Young Religious Unitarian Universalist. My church has a lot of acronyms, um, but Young Religious Unitarian Universalist, and I've been in that group since 10th grade, and I've been a worship coordinator for the last two years. I'm the president this year, um, and I just love it. I love it so much. It's where um, I met Morgan, um, who's my boyfriend, if you listen to that episode. Um, 
it was actually really funny. We met in church. Um, and then like half a year or like maybe actually closer to a full year later, it was like time for why are you you elections again? And I was like, oh, like Morgan, are you going to be a worship coordinator? He was like, yeah. I was like, oh my God, me too. So that's kind of why I did it. But it's genuinely been one of my favorite things in the entire world. And I'm probably going to minor in religion now in college because of how much I love exploring that and how much I've loved exploring that um, in by being a worship coordinator. Um, so yeah, there's kind of, I guess, we've covered what my religion is, my personal experience with my religion. Um, I think now I'm really quickly going to shout out um, my like church and my ministers. Um, I'm just going to say, so I mentioned earlier, we have a YouTube channel. We also have podcasts and I always listen to the sermon of the week on the podcast um, because I don't get to listen to it regularly because I'm in class. Um, But the one thing I'm going to, I guess, shout out is my personal favorite sermon that we've ever done. Um, I don't want to say ever done because I haven't listened to all of them, but there's a worship call. It's number 192 on the podcast, um, and it is called All Souls. It was published November 3rd of 2021 if you decide to go looking for it. And All Souls Day is where we kind of remember those who we've lost in our congregation um, and anyone that we've ever lost. And Daniel did just one of the most deeply beautiful sermons I've ever heard, and I think it it kind of encapsulates his style really well and kind of the style that sermons are done in, in our church. Um, yeah, shouting that out. But so for me, you may be like, Carter, what are your beliefs? So, so then that's what I'm going to tell you now. So my beliefs, I do believe align. Haha, I do believe. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's been a long week. Um, they align really closely with Unitarian beliefs. So I I do believe everyone goes to heaven, which is something that I struggled with for a very long time. Um, Basically, the thing that adults have always explained to me, like when I ask questions about that in our church when I was younger, because I'd be like, okay, well, then why don't you just like kill everyone? Because like you're still going to go to heaven. And basically, the point is, is as a Unitarian Universalist, you're moral values should be so important to you that you wouldn't do that. So, and it's not my job to make everyone believe that, right? It's not my job to, like, um, a lot of times with Christianities, Christians, I find, want to take it upon themselves to share Christ's love with other people in a way that can sometimes end up being forceful. And I don't really feel any compelling because I don't believe I'm saving anyone from anything, I guess. Um, But yeah, it's basically like if you are a Unitarian, you're going to do your best to make the earth we live on now a heaven on earth. And I believe that everyone goes to heaven because everyone can be redeemed and heaven is a place where you learn how to be kind and forgiving even if you were not while you were on earth if that makes sense and I also don't really see heaven as like a place I actually kind of believe in reincarnation 
I don't really know what happens after we die because I actually don't think it's that important. I think that what you do while you're alive matters a lot more. Like, you should live like you're just going to be in dirt when you die, and that's it, I think. I think you should live your life as kind and heavenly, I guess, as possible. Um, So that's kind of like my afterlife beliefs. And I also, I don't believe in like a God. Like, I don't believe there's like a guy up in the sky. Hey, that that rhymes. Okay. Okay. And maybe because I feel kind of resentful of the Christian idea of a God, because as I mentioned previously, I feel like the Texan, like Baptist, not to slander Baptists. I hope that the people know that. I think people from Texas will understand just there's a lot of stigma that comes along with hardcore Texas Christians. There's a lot of like very strongly pro-life, anti-LGBTQ, um, anti just a lot of the social justice issues that I care about really passionately. Um, and I also have had a, like when I was younger, I had a lot of grown adults who were Christians tell me like, you know, you're going to hell, right? I'm like seven. What? Like, I don't know. It just seems very intense, I guess. Um, personally for me, where I find spiritual connection, I believe that everything in the universe is spiritual. Um, I think I have kind of maybe more of a transcendentalist view of a higher power in that I believe that a lot of it comes from within yourself and your connection to the universe and with nature. But for me, I think a very Unitarian part of my spirituality is I find spirituality in in love and in my connection to other people. So when I'm at church, I get to have these amazing conversations with people that I love more than anything else in the entire world. And I feel connected and at peace. And I feel just a deep sense of inner peace and contentment. And there are moments when I'm with my friends or my boyfriend or my family where I just feel like this is where I'm meant to be in the world right now. I feel loved and I'm getting to give love to other people. And that just feels really amazing. And I I think that it carries into kind of a lot of everything that I do, whether that's volunteering or kind of pushing myself in school to get to where I want to go. It all feels very motivated by love because I think that that's the most important thing in the world. Um, and I think that's where the social justice part of my church comes in really strongly as is with that as well. And I'm not as good at the forgiveness piece as I would like to be. And and I'm very willing to admit that. And that is something that is incredibly important in my church is forgiveness and, you know, the whole everyone goes to heaven thing. And it's the thing that I've struggled with the most, but I, I think I'm growing with that. And in terms of, um, I guess, spiritual practices, I don't know if I have anything that I would consider to be a ritual for me in terms of spiritual practice. Um, I, I do pray occasionally, um, the, the prayer that my church uses begins with God of many names, mystery beyond all naming. So kind of very open ended. Um, and I do pray when I feel really 
like I need it or the world needs it or I feel really grateful, I, I'll pray as like a thank you to the world. I do kind of believe in like karma and, and things like that. Um, I try to meditate. I, I don't know if it counts as meditation, um, but I try to kind of have moments where I unplug from everything. It's funny because I say that I literally have three screens on around me right now as I'm talking about unplugging. And I feel like I so rarely get the chance to do it. Um, but I do try to. Generally, when I'm like listening to a sermon, sometimes I mean I'll even be driving, which I guess is not totally unplugged, but it's like kind of a time for me to, I'm not looking at all, any of my devices, obviously, because no texting and driving, um, but it just kind of gives me a chance to just be with my own thoughts and reflect on the sermon. Um, I don't, I don't know what else I do. I, I try to really cherish the moments that I have where I feel a spiritual connection to the world around me. And I feel that kind of overwhelming gratitude for my life and for the people in my life. And I really try to feel that as much as I can because I, I, I think it's just importance cannot be understated of loving those around you, truly, truly loving and feeling, I don't know, the, like the kind of, of what I said earlier, one of our principles, like the interdependent web of life, I, I kind of feel that in that moment. Um, yeah. So I had something I was going to say and I totally forgot what it was. What was I looking at? Oh, I was going to say, um, I guess to uh, give you another feeling for the vibe of our church, I'm going to read our affirmation, which I guess is, it's what we say at the beginning of every sermon. And at the, we'd say it at the end of class and why are you, you, um, but that is, Love is the doctrine of our church. The quest of truth is its sacrament and service is its prayer to dwell together in peace, to seek knowledge and freedom, to serve humanity and fellowship to the end that all souls shall grow in harmony with the divine. Thus do we covenant with each other. And that is, that is the promise that we have for ourselves at, and each other at church. Um, and I think it's a really good reflection of what our church is. And I guess, again, just the main point I want to emphasize is to me, religion and spirituality is not about punishment, fear, vengeance. I would never be afraid of judgment from my congregation, from my ministers, from my advisors, from my peers. Um, I love the sense of inclusivity. I've gotten to see so many people become themselves within our church and hear so many stories from people who never felt accepted by a God until they came to our church and found our religion. Um, and I've just, I, yeah, I, I don't know, really know how to emphasize just how many amazing, amazing people I attend church with. Um, it's just so important to me. It, it really, really is. Um, and yeah, it's just about joy and it's about forgiveness and but not like forgiveness from a god kind of forgiveness from yourself um and 
I have always, I've just always been able to turn to my church. I've never felt scared to turn to my church when I feel like I need it. Um, and I guess I think of like one of the main examples. I just, I can think of a lot of moments where I was in a really bad place in my life. Um, I think of whenever my grandfather first got, uh, like fell into a coma, uh, we went to church the next day and I was kind of crying just throughout worship and talking to my friends and no one was like, what are you doing? Like, it was just, I was able to talk. We do joys and concerns at the beginning of every class, which first of all is so fun, but you're kind of able to actually really talk and it, and everyone there cares about you and cares about what you're saying, even if you're new, brand new. Um, and again, in saying that I'm all over the place now, but any, if any of y'all are listening to this and you're like, that sounds kind of bomb. I, I would be interested. Let me know. I'll take you to church with me. It's in Highland Park. So it's kind of a drive. I'll pick you up. Like, and again, don't mean that in like a missionary, I'm going to convert you way, but just like, if you want to try it out, go for it. Um, yeah, I think that everyone can find something in my church. So yeah, that's my little my little church spiel. I don't even remember what I was talking about before. Guys, what is happening? This is called I'm Thinking About the Math IA. I haven't written yet. And anyone who's in IB, listen to that and they're like, you haven't written your math IA yet? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, But so yeah, so anyways. Oh, I was talking. Okay, I remember what I was talking about. Um, And when I lost uh, one of my classmates and friends um, almost a year ago now, actually, um, the next morning I joined a church Zoom call with my friend Maddie and I just talked about it. I was supposed to do worship that day and instead of doing worship, I just talked about it and that was accepted and it was impactful I hope and I guess another thing is like um so the way we do why are you you which is again the young religious unitarian universalist is it's like very much a conversation so for like most worships I'll maybe give like a paragraph long sermon and then I'll have questions and we'll talk about philosophy or theology or principles of our religion um We've talked about love and forgiveness, whether we feel like we found peace, whether or not we feel like there's a God. There's a lot of people in my church who don't believe in a God, which I find really interesting, but they've bought into the moral principles of our religion. Um, I mean, it's just a really good place to talk about religion and spirituality, and there's a lot of really awesome resources in my church. Um but yeah, I, that's kind of all I have. Um, that is my take on religion and spirituality, um, what I believe. As I said, um, in the next week, I'm having to set it up with our guest right now, but it's someone who I'm so excited to have. I'm so excited to have her. She's one of my dad's ex-co-workers um, and also my bestest friend 
who is above the age of 20. Um, and she's going to come on and she's a Christian who I really admire. Um, and she's going to talk to us about Christianity. And if you're listening to this and you're a religion, that's not my religion and it's not Christianity. And you're like, I would love to share my religion on the podcast. I would so love to have you. Um, I don't just want to like reach out to random people or like even people who I'm friends with and be like, hey, I know you're this religion. Want to come talk about it? So if you're listening to this and you feel inclined to speak up, shoot me a DM. Or if you have a friend who's deeply religious and it's a a different religion, please, please come talk to me because I'd love to have them on the podcast. I love learning more about religion. And I feel like um, especially in Texas, we don't get exposed to other religions as much as we should. So that'd be sick. Um, that's kind of my spiel for today. I'll try to release a little pro bono episode later this week. Um, and then look out for our next spirituality one about Christianity. So thank you all so much for listening. Let me know what you think. Let me know any topics you want up in the future and I'll see you soon. Bye.